Let's do it. Rinsing off the whitewash Cheers. episode two. Hey, yo, man, raise your glass in the sky right now. Episode two, baby. Episode two. We did it. Thank God we episode alive right two. now. Feeling good about it. Let's go. Hey. Ran on Twitter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode two of Rinsing Off the Whitewash. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. Just another episode, man. We singing, serenading the people's ears with the truth. This is P.U. Parallel. Who you? Ha. Who you? Mm. Get in this man-made booth. Uh, uh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. This is the second episode of Rinsing Off the Whitewash, brought to you by our culture. PCP Media and Parallel University. Parallel University in the building. Where we learn outside the box. We totally learn outside the box in this piece right now. And today, you're going to learn a little bit about Black History Month. If you don't already know it, some people out there think that, you know, they got this figured out, which is excellent. So we're going to go through this quite quickly. But we are going to ask you the question first. Do you know who started? Who, who started? Who began Black History Month? Yeah, who started it? Who started? That's the great question to begin with. And um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the man who began this whole kind of uh, venture was a gentleman by the name of Carter G. Woodson. Okay. He was born in 1875, right, in Canton, Virginia. One of the first, you know, establishments in this <laughs> in America and back in 1875 and uh he was actually one of the first african-americans to receive a doctorate from harvard he was one of the first he was actually the second to be exact um uh, and you know we all know who was the first person to receive their doctorate from harvard university so i'm not going to tell you that you might want to google it if you don't know exactly look at that we make and if and when you figure it out the first person that can give us the answer to that you'll win a prize I don't know what it would be. I'm not even trying to pretend like it's like a big rodeo or anything, but Prize. I just, I just, I'm sorry. You're too broke for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. So Carter G. Woodson was born in 1875 in Canton, Virginia. He was one of the first African-Americans to receive a doctorate from Harvard. Um, he dedicated his career um, to the field of African and American history and lobbied extensively to establish Black History Month as a nationwide institution. Okay, he, he also wrote many historical works, including 1933 book, The Miseducation of the Negro. How many of y'all read that? I yep. did. Yep, Randy <laughs> did. <laughs> he died in Washington, D.C. in 1950. So the, the, one of the things that, you know, a lot of folks don't know with Black History Month is that it started out as just a week, right? And then from a week, it then moved on to become, you know, more of a couple weeks, and then it became a whole month later on. But the thing that Woodson feared the most was that Black History Month would turn into something that would be begin to essentially water down by whiteness in that thought of what we know what whiteness is, right? Everyone understands now from episode one what whiteness is when we say that term. We, we basically mean the construct that is holding racism in place. Which is the Western world mindset. Right. So 
Carter G. Woodson believed that, you know, if this Black History Month or Black History Week or just a simple, simply appreciating, you know, blackness and the black thought, if that continues to grow to a, a level to where it's not being handled with care, it can easily be taken advantage of and then be turned around and kind of made something that it's not right and that's essentially what ended up happening that's why we can ask the question what happened to black history month because i know at the school i teach at we don't celebrate black history month on that kind of a grandiose scale um, i mean at the same time like, 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 like let's be honest when you look on the tv during mm -hmm. black history month there's only a few outlets when i say outlets i mean probably a company giving a commercial or a show or maybe even an advertisement may acknowledge black history month mm -hmm. but on a grand scale it's become so i don't like to use this word it's become it's become kind of taboo like like at the end of the day it is and nobody I, nobody gives a like like no we were speaking earlier we talked right. earlier and, and it can and it ultimately kind of leads back to this right like subconsciously i don't give a fuck if anybody out there disagrees with me but this is what i've observed mm -hmm. like people don't want to be black well before we even jump to that because we're going we definitely have to touch on that issue you know I, mean? But I mean but that's an aspect of it people don't want to be black so it's like subconsciously we don't want to because there's so many negatives connected to blackness as we quote unquote progress forward as a society we tend the black folks tend to leave their blackness behind it's only like a few a few few people that really pump it and push it forward and if it wasn't for them it would literally totally be wiped out just like the jedi and you <laughs> and you and you said something obviously no one wants to be black uh, because black has such a horrible term and it, it depends on where your mind is about it but yeah i can understand that what i was going to also go back to is this idea that it black history month became something like you say taboo because for a lot of people they don't think that we need to celebrate black history for only a month right for only and especially in february and being i'm one the of those people and I'm, you're, exactly. I'm one of those people that feel like black history month should be taught as american history and at the same time yeah we need to designate that month to, to so the people that are ignorant so to speak can have something to fall back to, back on but ultimately a person after you get a, a certain amount of education and you have to reach a certain a certain level of education and you can probably attest to this mm -hmm. is that you kind of see the inconsistencies. It's not that you want to put yourself on this pedestal, right? Right. But it's just like, dude, like, okay, Black History Month, people ain't studying it, right? They're mm -hmm. not taking the initiative to study it. So what if it was incorporated into American history, not as something separate, but as something part of the curriculum goes hand in hand? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, I think. And, and But that's just, that's a huge question. How how do you implement something like that, which is. is something, you know, how do you implement black history into a curriculum all year long? How do you do that while also representing, how do you just, better question would be, how do you represent all cultures, religions, you know, beliefs, 
heritage you know how do you you know study of equality what really what what is equ- like how do you incorporate all of that and that's the big question that we ask in the, in mean, the private school I mean, sector because of the, the the majority of the things that i am very passionate about when it comes to school and education is on the side of education reform when we can discuss how do you have a math curriculum curriculum a science curriculum you know what i'm saying a pe curriculum for that matter that all that that basically teach all of these elements in every class you're getting it so you don't have to just get it in your history class you get it in every class how do you balance that scale that's a huge question i guess we could do it like how the egyptians and the old well not just the egyptians i, I could say for every ancient or classical civil, civilization uh, everything was incorporated as one religion mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. way of life everything was one i mean that's how ha- it should be do we have obviously. to exactly do it that way but not to get off tangent, but well, we're um, already on a tangent. This, well, <laughs> we yeah, can't help it. I mean, this is you know it happens, but I feel as if if we can find a way to have a government, and it might this might sound crazy to some people, but if we can have, or to some people this might sound like socialism. Or communism, or along those lines, but I'm gonna say it anyway, because it's not. It's, 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 it's just a basic way of living for us, where we can basic, basically be in tune with our environment mm. and ourselves and our entire populace, mm. you know, and the people that supposedly lead us. What if, like, science, religion, system of government, all those were the same thing and when I say the same thing I mean the aspects from those different elements or those different constructs that we can that we that we find a parallel in and I'm not going to sit here profess to say I know what it is this is just an idea those same parallels within those different constructs why can't we find a way for those things to guide us in all aspects of our lives I mean you know instead of like I think I think but that's that goes back to the question like what happened to that (laughs) what happened to black history month what happened to us celebrating things that are important and valuable and mean something the western world mindset is what happened oh really so that takes us now to the second piece which is the pushback that you get into which you know talks about the idea of you know buying back into whiteness so everything that Carter G Woodson didn't want to happen to Black History Month in some way, shape, or form happened to Black History Month, but it still didn't because the people like myself and like some of you out there and like my boy Rand Scrivener on Twitter, we all, you know, still keep that, the, the study going, right? I'm still studying. I'm still learning more about Black History, not just for Black History Month, not just for a week, not just for a day, but it's my whole life. And let me say And also... Real- uh, studying other cultures and other you know just being worldly you know what i mean i'm trying to be a global citizen an excellent global citizen and to add what anthony i said, encourage right? y'all to try that too it's it's work though but i believe that all y'all are already doing that so it's i'm work. just talking to y'all so we are having a conversation it's work and you know our society we don't like to do work so <laughs> before work, you, work work before, work work before you embark on that journey like just know it's going to be work but like to add to what anthony said i did that though the rihanna sh- i just did it <laughs> No one acknowledged it, but I just wanted to nah, acknowledge I, it myself. I, nah, they acknowledged that. Shout out right. to Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> work, work, work. Hi, Rihanna. Perfect. 
I believe God put us all here for a reason, and we all have our purpose, and we are here to fulfill our purpose um, individually. I think the thing that's kept me sane, the thing that's kept me humble, the thing that's kept me successful is being myself. I only know how to do that. This world is so big and it can be so confusing at times that you tend to forget and you tend to be so indented or tainted by society. And the only thing that's kept me going is being myself. And the minute you learn to love yourself, you would not want to be anybody else. Pay me what you want it. Don't act like you forgot. Perfect. You're listening to Rinsing Off the Whitewash, brought to you by PCP Media, our culture magazine. I'm PCP Media's first intern, Leonard, well, Leo Bienerme. Too many nicknames for y'all, LBZ, Fleaboy, Chef Barley. Just committed to Ithaca College 2020. Shout out to whatever mascot they are. I'll figure that out later. Um, But before I go, I want to put you on to one of my friends, one of my best friends, hailing all the way from the Upper East Side. His name's Adam Krevlin, but y'all know him better by Bala on SoundCloud. That's B-V-L-L-A. And I'm about to put you on to a song he remixed. He's so hot, he's only 18 years old. He remixed the great Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Check it out. Bama drop! That was Say My Name by Adam Krevlin, a.k.a. Ball on SoundCloud. That's B-V-L-L-A. And now let's get back to rinsing off the white wall. This is episode two of Rinsing Off the White Wash. Perfect. Nice. All right. So when we left off, we talked about this idea of Black History Month kind of becoming non-existent anymore, being kind of absorbed into this ideal and um, being taken advantage of in a lot of ways and t- and basically being dis- disbanded, you know, you know. It's not a holiday. It's more like a celebration of self, for lack of a better term. Right, but that's like say. the only one. I guess that's, that, I mean, that might be I mean, the best way to segue. It's a then. celebration of self. It gives us, it, it's... For all the bullshit we've been through, 
all the bullshit that our ancestors had to suffer, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of still fucking deal with today. Mm-hmm. Kind of. No, we don't kind of. <laughs> we still deal with a lot of the similar issues. I don't you know think, what? I think these I'll things are I'll take that back and I apologize for that word, kind of. The shit that we still deal with, but in a different light or mm-hmm. a different... Or just... It's just institutionalized more right now, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Just but, different type, different form. But I guess it is a celebration of self because... For all the crap we've been through, like, we've been told we ain't shit, we're monsters, we're ugly, we're this, and we we got the color of shit, like, for real, you know? Mm. And, and, like, this was a time to celebrate ourselves, our heritage, who we are. So I like to call it a celebration of the self, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people might even agree with that. I don't know, but it's a celebration of the self. I like that. But I, and, I, and just now that we've kind of come up with the an idea of what it is you know black history me being a celebration itself you know you think about other holidays that have been taken you know they were intended one way and then we're sucked into this like you know tube of can we say the other whiteness. holidays that have been swallowed up yeah by the western world mindset i like that that's exactly where i was going you know all the other i made other... it a hot line you made it a hot song you know, you know you know how we do bro you know what i'm saying so and that's the like, case so because you I mean you can take obviously things like christmas christmas oh we can just do you know with things that like we can talk about that we can write a book on that shit, right? right saturnalia like nobody knows what saturnalia is like i'll tell you what it is i'll give you a quick brief uh history on it <clears throat> it's actually a day celebrated by the romans mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and um on this day the romans <laughs> Literally, this was a day that they literally went around men, women, and had, and the most, this was like the most lecherous celebration. Men were fucking men, women were fucking women. Um, it was just, and what year revelry, is this? this was like, this was pretty much, I can't really give a year, but it was during the reign of the Roman Empire, not later on. Because early of the, Roman Empire. Because uh, you know, eventually they converted to Christianity during during the turn time. Yeah. The, 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 during like the, the Dark the, Ages. Towards the, well, the Dark Ages came after the fall of the Roman Empire. Right. But That's when they kind of turned to Christianity. Then. During the turn, the downtown of the Roman Empire towards the end, they kind of like took on Christianity. It became a. It wasn't the major um, religion of the time because remember, a lot of Christians were persecuted during. The Roman times, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, we would have to say we'd go to the point where we'd have to go fast forward to 325 AD mm-hmm. when Constantine during the Council of Nicaea, mm-hmm. everybody marked that down. Go look it up, Council of Nicaea. But they, they already know this. They already know. No, this I'm talking about the listeners. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They mm-hmm. already know. You know this. What I'm saying. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they know everything we're talking about already. Okay. <laughs> I'm just doing that for I'll them. I'm on, on their side. I'll hop on a boat. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. And I'll be We're just having a conversation right and now. I'll, and I'll be the opposing folks that act like their people don't know. <laughs> Call me the pretentious <laughs> jerk. <laughs> but And I will. All right, cool. I love it. I, I, That's I'll excellent. take it. It's That's take excellent. It. But, but no, um, continue, please. This is um, good. This is really dope. 325 AD, um, Constantine, the emperor of Rome, got together a whole bunch of... And I'm, spe- I'm saying this in... I'm dumbing this down as much as I can, not to say anybody's dumb, but I just want to make this quick. Mm-hmm. Constantine got like about a few, a, a, a good amount of illiterate <laughs> priests around him, right? And on this day, 
he consecrated or decided or they all decided they came together and said listen on this day December 25th Jesus was born right now you have to remember why this was done there was a lot of unrest going on in the kingdom or in their in their empire at the time invasions from the Gauls the Christians were standing up it was a lot of there's just a lot of craziness going on and as a king or an emperor you want to find a solution to put an end to this and the rest. So he decided, and with Christianity growing, its influence growing at this time in 325, Constantine decided that he would make this the religion of their empire, right? And this is before the Roman Empire split. So basically he said December 25th, they basically melded their religion with Christianity. Right, and a lot of people have to understand during this time there was pushback against this, especially in Ethiopia, northern Africa, where Christianity was cemented and it was taken very seriously, as serious as the Muslims take their 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 Islam, their Islam today, mm-hmm. you know. And there was even a planned revolt against this against this decision. An African man, I can't remember his name right now. When I remember it, and I do some more research and go back, because this is stuff I read. Tweet like that. Years uh, ago. At Ranscript on Twitter. You He's going to tweet that. Tweet it. Nice. And when I find this guy's name out, I'll, I'll let you know. He basically stood up. It's actually, this is in Destruction of Black Civilization. Mm. He stood up to Constantine and said, if you do this, just like Michelangelo told the Pope. Like, Michelangelo told Pope Pius, like, listen, if we do, not Pope Pius, Pope Julius, I think, or Pope, Pope, I don't remember what, the Pope that Michelangelo told, if I, if you, if you, if I paint this picture of God, you are going to deceive the rest of mankind for ages to come. Mm. And this same man, when Constantine and these popes, and the, I mean, and these priests consecrated that Jesus was born on the 25th and he was the Son, Father, and the, Go- and the Holy Ghost, he said, nah, man. This ain't right. You trying to make our 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 our, our prophet into some Roman deity? Huh. But see, people don't read and people don't like to go into history and and they That's don't like so to hear interesting, these, man. and they don't like to hear these things because when you hear these when you tell them these things, they say his man wrote this and you get so many pushback. But if we used to look at everything with the open mind, there's so much truth in that, right? Hmm. So history. It was Pope Julius. Pope Julius. Yeah. So I was right. Pope yeah. Julius. He said it was Pope Julius. He stood up to him and said, "If you, if I paint this um, image of God, you're going to deceive people for 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 years to come." And he didn't give a shit. He commissioned Michelangelo to do it. And guess what? Michelangelo painted a picture, but he painted all kinds of debauchery and lechery shit in the picture. Right. You know what I'm saying? In in in, in the Sistine Chapel. Mm. Look it up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's yeah, what yeah. he did. And um, also history where white civilization white western world mindset has swallowed yeah, up another situation and we're just bringing that to now western world mindset because that's the same idea right we, we are we have said before that the western world mindset has come it comes from europe right it's something that was developed in europe and and basically made into this huge franchise that is america we can say correction so let's backtrack a little bit we can okay. say it was cemented would you say greece is in europe 
the Mediterranean yeah, country. Yeah, I mean, well, that's it, Greece is a very interesting, but it is connected. You know, well, Western civilization started there. Oh, well, that's where Western civilization likes to chase their roots back to. I love to trace. The, I, that's exactly that's where I believe it came to. from, you know, they, Alexander they the Great. Yeah, Greece, they love to chase it back to that. So he really made it hot. He made it hot. And we could talk about Alexander too. He ain't all that great. Oh no, for sure. I mean, he's great, but he ain't all that great. He was ask, a smart person. Ask the Africans. But how great. smart was he though, or was he just greedy? He was. He was greedy. He was ambitious. Let's say ambitious, all right? Which, but the ambition follows a, a a very thin line, right, between being greedy and being like just interested in stuff. Right? It's one thing to be ambitious, be like, yo, I'm really interested to see what that's going to do if I continue to go into these other lands and stuff. But then to become greedy when it's like, I want to be a god and I want to take over the world. That's why I think people have such an issue with Kanye West. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> well, you know what it is with Kanye West? Thing. You know what it is with Kanye West? And not to go on a tangent. Not but to, to go, on go on a tangent, but... Um, I got a lot devil, of respect for Kanye. Though. I do too. And to play devil advocates there, it's like nobody in our world and in the ain't in the history of man likes hubris. Mm. And that's the pro that's the issue with Kanye. Mm. It's like he can he can profess his greatness all he want and mm. I'll be the first to tell you, yo, he is great. Mm. But us as a human beings, as a collective, right? Mm -hmm. We don't like hubris in the but universe. We kinda do. We do, but the universe we do the universe don't like it right and the It'll universe reject it. and the universe always rejects it so every time you perpetuate hubris all you do is paint a big fucking target on your back for the universe so would you say that hubris is something that is actually uh we're born with that 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 trait that i that that maybe that desire? maybe because i mean maybe great, maybe maybe know? it's a response maybe it's a response to a situation or a circumstance and you know we're all we all have the ingredients to respond or adapt to a situation or a circumstance and now hubris is is like with all what you've learned right like we've learned all these things about gods and higher beings and deities right, right? and we've all exalted them and like wow and when we were kids i read about the greek gods and apollo and hercules and we was like damn son like i want to be like that you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i would love they to seem like human yeah i would love to have that power right now when you're an adult now and you achieve a certain level of influence, right? And when what you say has so much weight, is it only natural that you lose some of yourself or lose some of that humility that came with your meekness? You know what I mean? That came with the meekness? Is, that, is it natural you, you lose that as a human being? Because... I feel like the conditions are right because with all the things we learn and all the things we we know about power and influence, when we've actually touched that, it becomes intoxic. <laughs> it, hmm. it, it intoxifies, hmm. and then we run with that. And sometimes we don't even know we're doing it. Right. And if we don't have the right people or the consciousness around us to pull us back, but even with those types of people, we kind of bury ourselves. Sometimes that just propels folks. Just to have those people around you saying, don't do this, stop, calm down, think about this, remember about that people. Some folks would love to be like, yo, back up off me, I don't care what you say, I'm going to keep doing it because I'm doing what I feel is right. Well, they, Similar they, to what we talk about right now with these pagan holidays. Similar to what we're talking about when we when we say that hubris that Kanye West has, the hubris that of Alexander the Great, right. the hubris of these folks, right? Well, just to bring it back to that, to me it just seems like the Western worldview is... That is basically a byproduct of 
that kind of mentality. Of that idea of like, I don't, I am, I don't care about, I, I have no desire to care. I'm free from care when it comes to thinking about being mindful, being reflect, like reflecting on myself, that being conscious comes. of the decisions that I'm making right now. It, because they just solely believe in themselves as doing something greater than all mankind. That is definitely a proponent of the Western worldview. I feel like it's exacerbated. It's a, it's a mutated, it's a mutated perspective, so to speak. Right? Mm -hmm. It's something that has one. It started off one way, and it, over time, it has become more. Right? Mm -hmm. Because we talked. I don't know if we spoke about this before, or we've had a conversation about this. Right? Mm -hmm. Yo, guys, we'll be right back. We gotta pay some bills. When we come back. <laughs> You're going to bust your brain some more. <laughs> this is the second episode, part two, of Rinsing Off the Whitewash. Let's get it. Bomber drop! Dime I'm talking about the youngsters breath smelling like Similac went behind the ears. Those people. <laughs> and I mean that affectionately to you youngsters. I want you to hear me and hear me good. Because I'm going to pause. And I'm going to alarm you with what I'm, going, I'm about to say. But I want you to listen. Racism doesn't exist. Obviously, I'm lying. Of course it does exist. Now for you. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you, what you talking about, Willis? Hey everybody, this is Tammy, Tamster914 at Instagram. Uh, here to tell you to check out our culture magazine on pcpmedia.us. While you're there, you could definitely check out Unveil the Truth. Uh, it's actually a little podcast that I put together. It's got some interesting, uh, relevant topics that are being discussed. Take a look at it. Um, and now back to rinsing off the whitewash. We back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of Rinsing Off the Whitewash. We're going to pick right up where we left off. We were discussing the idea of the, the Western worldview and Western world mindset being exacerbated. Yeah, exacerbated and basically turned into some shit. Basically mutated, right? That's what we said. That's the right. word I actually That's the like word to you use. Actually use yeah. And let's, let's look at it like this, right? Everybody, let's, let's 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 say that the Western world mindset. Now stick with me, Nada. Let's say the Western world mindset itself is civilization. Yeah, right? yeah. It's civil or what we call civilization, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As if there weren't any civilizations before that, but right. let's call it the Western world civil Western world mindset is civilization. civilization okay, right? Yeah. Is civilization in the modern in the in modern, modern day civilization meaning that we have in the modern perspective the things that we have right the way we have right and the clothes way we, the way we carry on and do up and carry business, taxes all that all that shit, right mm -hmm. so we have to remember this started with Greece right we, Greece right. Alexander all that shit right what the civilization that the whole, type of civilization the whole Western world mindset okay anybody outside of this so you mean tell me that it happened before. It, it didn't happen in uh, you know Egypt. It didn't happen in the in the ancient Egypt Egyptian uh, civilization. About the Western world mindset. Yeah. Hierarchy. No, not until the Hyksos invasion in the, um, during uh, what 16th dynasty. Mm. 
There was no such things as pharaohs. We never called each other pharaohs and, and, and that, that. Yeah, you're right. That you is know what I'm saying. Yeah, that you, came okay, in yeah, with right. the that came in with the hiscos. That was another time, you know. Yeah. But, but, but aside from that, back to what we were saying, civilization. We have to understand with the Western world mindset as it moves forward and progress, quote unquote, from Greece to Rome into wider Europe. That anybody else outside of that. <laughs> You were savage. And to me, when you right. say savage, right? Because when you say savage, I think about what the police call us. <laughs> right? Man. And animals. Two snaps on that. You know what I mean? I think about that. And anybody outside Western civil Western world civilization at the time was savages. Was black. The pirates blew a black flag flew a black flag. Now I'm not saying I'm not trying to equate them to our plight. But I'm trying to look at the bigger picture right here about the Western world and how they view things. Anybody outside of European morale or the norm was black. You were a savage. You weren't part of civilization, right? Right. And this has carried forth. Mm-hmm. And we have to remember in the early, what, 1800s, 1600s, 1600s, up into the 1700s, even into the early 1800s, the poor whites were grouped with blacks. Yeah, it's depending not, on where you were from. It's not until they were brought into, quote-unquote, civilization. Mm-hmm. That until they, they, well, at least until they accepted that particular mindset. Yeah, they accepted, well, they because were Because before they were it. rebelling and killing against it until they were captured, taken advantage of, taken or, advantage then, or, or saw the benefits of having, having that mindset, mindset. Because you can see how to conquer, divide, conquer, divide, and exactly. then gain, gain, exactly. gain. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So at one point, not to, not again, not to downplay our experiences, melanated individuals, yeah. but anybody outside the Western world mindset was black. True. You know what I'm saying? And everybody else within it was white. Now, and, and it goes back to what we said in the first podcast, being white and black is not a physical thing. Mm-hmm. We, we've made it that. It's a yeah. state of mind. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a mindset. That's it's why a mindset. That. And, we, and we are saying that the Western world mindset is the reason why that construct that you're talking about, those constructs, white and black, stay in place. Yeah. Because it's ingrained in us unless we can rinse off the whitewash. Rinse that shit the fuck off with lye, <laughs> with lye, bleach, ammonia, <laughs> and soap if we can because it's that deeply ingrained. That shit gotta go because that shit is fucking up our world. Wow. For real. Like it is. Like global warming and I don't even want to touch on that. You know well, what I'm saying? It's a lot. To, there's a, there's, we're, we are talking about a colonel here. You know, colonel not Colonel Sanders. We're actually talking about an actual kernel of a huge problem, right? Yeah. We're just talking about a very small element of a larger issue. Exactly. Which which brings us to kind of like our call to action for this episode, which is knowledge of self, right? Is that really a cliche? Is it not? How important is it? And like we were talking about with how we began the podcast, talking about Black History Month or just Black History in general, how well do you know yourself? How much of your history do you actually know? How much of history do you know in general? Um, you know what I mean? How like, far can you trace your roots back? And I mean, I know we've all, we all got a stop in place. Majority of us have a stop in place. And, 
You can't go beyond that. It's hard to. We it's can. It's hard to, but where can, can how far can, can you trace it back? How how far you need to ask yourself? How far can you trace it back? And there's a there's a very conscious woman out there. I'm gonna give a shout out to somebody. Um, the Honorable Jewel Pukram. Nice. Shout know? out to Jewel Pukram. And she told. And one time I saw in one of her lectures where she said, "If you can take a fingernail and study that." Money, your own fingernails take a five of your hair, a molecule from your skin, and if you can learn everything about that, you will learn so much about yourself. Wow, that's deep. That's you know? very deep. And this is a black woman, doctor, the highest order. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so look her up, Jewel Pukram. She got, she got videos on YouTube. She has books, uh, website. Check her out, man. Knowledge yourself, ladies Knowledge and yourself. And I don't think it's a cliche thing, but... Again, when you say it, it sounds cliche. Why is that, though? That's a better question because we've already started this podcast talking about cliches and how no, we can't man. get away from them. But for whatever reason, when you say something that, that sounds good, something that actually, and I mean that in every sense of, the, of that term, something that actually sounds like intelligent or smart or good, we hear it a lot and we call it cliche. And then we turn it into something that's not good. But it, when you say things like knowledge of self, which sounds good to have knowledge of self, it can be thought of as a cliche. When you th say things like Black History Month, it can be thought of as a cliche. When you say things like understanding, you know, your history, that sounds like a cliche. So why do you think that is then? I mean, we don't have a lot of time left, but let's just go ahead. I want to just I just wanted to pose that question to the viewers. I want to make sure that they are hearing hearing what the heck we talk about right now. I'm going to be honest with and you. And at the same time, I want you to answer that question. I don't know, but I'm going to try to answer it. And I might fall short, but you know what? It's all right. It's our podcast. This is our podcast, and we <laughs> could talk and all this is the what shit we, we want. came here to do. Um, why is it cliche? And again, it goes back to... Nobody wanting to be black subconsciously. Like, didn't we talk about today when you reach a certain level of success as a black man in this country? I can't speak for a white dude or anybody else because I'm black. Right. But I've noticed a certain trend with a black man majority, most of them, when they get to a certain level of success, they cease being black. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, those problems ain't my problems no more. That ain't my problem. And it's like, well, at, at least the same time, that. at, at the least same time, that. though, my whole thing is like. Or maybe they don't think that. Maybe if you're not going to be black no more, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not going to be black anymore, stop talking about all that shit in your music. Right. Stop talking about that shit in your, whatever you do, just stop talking about that shit. If you ain't black no more, don't, don't, don't direct your music to me. But then we have to define what it means to be black. What it means to be black? Because well, to me, that that's yeah, a that's I mean, a whole other that's a whole other conversation. Well, these now. guys, that's what I'm saying. These because guys, what you're saying, what what okay. if they're rapping about something? That's right. not necessarily necessarily. They're not. That's not black music per se. That, right. I, they probably would even address that. You know what? I'm not making black music. You got a point. Let me pull that back. What is black? Well, let me pull that back. What is black? Right? Okay. Well, when they reach a certain level of success, right? Hmm. They don't relate. To the lower class no more. They don't. So, relate. so we're saying that black is lower class. It's and subsidiary it's class. It's it's, it's, it's less than white. It's a less than right, less than white class. Even if you got money, because when they see you, they ain't thinking that. They thinking black. They thinking if you dress nice, 
You got a nice car. They think it. Oh, black dude, money, drug dealer. Right? Who, uh, who's thinking it that way? Police, the institution, whoever might come across us randomly. You know what I'm saying? And these are things that white people speak, say, and. I've had the chance to speak to some white people, and before they become they become into awareness, these are the things they say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are some of the things kids say in the affinity groups. When I see a group of black people, no matter if they dress nice or they look regular, I'm kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like when these people get to a certain, nobody wants to associated with that image when I say that image you know what I mean the thug uh, the quote-unquote thug baggy pe- just look just negative America's fucking nightmare Q negative dog. negative America's nightmare Q dog they don't want you looking like that when they see you like that with the cornrows the braids baggy clothes they scared is I don't me am I saying they should feel that way no am I saying we should dress different not really, but this is what it is. Not really at all. I mean, I think, you know, it goes back to this idea of being able to express yourself, be free. You have freedom of speech. I feel like, you know, we America likes to pride itself on being, quote, unquote, free, um, though no one knows what that really means because no one in this country is free and no one in the world is actually free, at least <laughs> free from the constructs being placed upon you in the country that you've signed up to be in. But I will at least address the fact that, you know, trying to define what blackness is, is difficult, just as it is difficult to try to define what whiteness is. That's difficult for a black man to define that. So you just well, it's hard for it's hard for a black man, I think, to actually say the truth of what they what it feels like to be black, because I I think that we do a lot of trying to protect ourselves. We we try to try to you know stand well what it means to be black. At least what I've been told, you know, is that it is a negative thing. However, I've also been taught that being black is a positive thing. It's a beautiful thing. And on top of all of that, I still can't grip the fact that I am less than something else. Yeah, because, else. I mean, we because that's all I see. That's all we see. <laughs> that's all we experience. That's all we know. And it's like this is some shit we deal with on a daily basis, even on the most subtle levels. You know, we live in New York City. And that's just been perpetuated and it has just been drilled into my brain since I became a, 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 into existence. Exactly. How many times white people ask to touch my hair? Ones I get cool with? And Randy don't even have any hair. I don't got no hair. <laughs> he just cut it all off because he was tired of that question. Yeah, I just got tired of the question, so I'm just rocking the season, man. Low cut, <laughs> crop, short, man, all the time because I don't want nobody to ask me about my hair touching it. Because I, so, I always happen to end up around a lot of white people. Not complaining about that, but you know it is what it is. It is what it is. And and, and you know what else is what it is? This episode is done, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, it is. And we have to just go ahead and give you the call to action again. Knowledge yourself. How well do you know your history? How much of your history are you invested? How much about world history are do you know? What type of history are you interested in? Those questions are what we leave you with today on this second episode of Rinsing Off the Whitewash, ladies and gentlemen. So when you look in the mirror, the Tonight or tomorrow morning with the with the boogers in your eyes. The right? eye boogers. You need to ask yourself, who am I? Where do I come from? Who is my mother? Who is my lineage? Am I great? Will I be great? You are great, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. Get busy. This is 
at Gaskins World on Twitter, your man, Mr. Gaskins. And I have my man to my right side, Mr. Rand Scrivener, at Rand Scrivener on Twitter. I'll let him do his own outro, but I just wanted to tell y'all that we really thank we really thank you. We appreciate you following us. Please check in. Please find us on Twitter. Find us on PCPmedia.us. Check out the new piece. Check out the, the blog. Check out the new magazine. Things are happening right now. All that. Our culture. Our culture. Rinsing off the whitewash. All of this. Parallel universe. Don't be mad about it either. All of it. Check Love it, it out. Embrace Love it. it. Embrace it. Blackness. Universal humanity. All that good shit. Collective mindfulness. And on that note, we say to y'all, peace. 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 Bama drop. Damn you!